You know, Dad, that clean air is essential to our health and well-being, but what is everyone actually doing to make sure that the air in your home is clean for you and your family? You know what I'm doing? I know what I've been doing. I haven't been eating a lot of, like, beans and stuff. Oh, so that you don't fart. Well, I've been doing something a little bit different. I have been using Azuna Fresh. I love it. Their odor eliminators not only eliminate bad smells, they also naturally get rid of mold, mildew, fungus, and bacteria in the air. I put them all over my house. I have containers upstairs, downstairs, in the kitchen, in the bathroom, in my kids' rooms. Because, you know, I have little kids. I have dogs. It's stinky. It's smelling everywhere. So this is helping. You know where else you can put them? Where? In the fridge. Oh, yeah. No, that's true. Your mother's a horrible cook and it doesn't smell good when she's cooking it and it smells worse when she puts it away. But thank you, Azuna, for making my wife not seem like the horrible cook she is. (laughs) Azuna Fresh's antimicrobial plant-based products actually clean and neutralize fungus and bacteria in the air, which means healthier immune systems and fewer allergies. Plus, Azuna Fresh eliminates odor from the source with no weird chemicals or toxins. This is so much better for your home and family than air fresheners that try to mask the smell with artificial scents and chemicals. And also, they last anywhere from 60 to 90 days. There's no electricity needed. It's just in a jar and you can refill them. So there's no waste. Sounds good, right? So trust me, you need Azuna Fresh for your home right now. I've got a special offer for our listeners. That's 20% off your purchase. Go to azunafresh.com today and use promo code Howie for 20% off your new favorite odor eliminator. That's promo code H-O-W-I-E at A-Z-U-N-A fresh.com. Here we are again, Howie Mandel. Howie Mandel does stuff. Sitting here with my lovely daughter. Hi. Jacqueline oh. Schultz. <laughs> Me, <laughs> I'm daughter, the daughter. <laughs> my daughter's having a little bit of a hormone issue. Go ahead, <clears throat> honey. Hi. Hi. You're wondering Dad, who who's that our guest you today? <laughs> I'm Kevin Nealon. <laughs> Kevin Nealon, the Kevin Nealon, the. I'm telling you that I, I'm so thrilled that you're here, and we don't see enough of each other. We don't see enough of anybody, you know, in this past year. But, but I know uh, you're out here, and I know you're available and accessible and loving, and that's good enough for me. And you just never I reach just out. Don't, I don't have to reach out <laughs> from afar. I've won you over. I'm working other people. You have. Now. I'm trying to win them over. One of the funniest guys ever, 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 like not only on stage, everybody knows your work on SNL and they know your work as a stand-up and they know your work as an actor, but I, I'm here to tell you that off stage, equally as entertaining and funny and warm, you really are. And I, like, it, I don't have a great memory. I, I really don't. For, especially for comedy, you know, because we saw, I, every night I used to go to the comedy store or the improv and I've seen anybody, when we started out, you know, yeah. Letterman was like the the host at the at the comedy store, and we've seen anybody's. I remember your act. I loved right from the, one of my favorite jokes was when I think you did it on maybe you did it on the Tonight Show or whatever, where you used to um, tune up to start oh, yeah. on the piano. No. No. <clears throat> no, what I would do is if there's a piano there, I would hit like a note and go ding. So how's everybody doing? <laughs> I'm going to do my act in C flat today. Yeah. <laughs> it was one of the funniest things I ever saw in my life. And I remember just dying. It was like, 
And for me, it was like, you know, the hardest part of stand-up was, for me, was entering. You know, they go, ladies and gentlemen, Howie Mandel. And then they applaud, and then you wait, you know, and hopefully you can just, I got to get them. I got to, you know, and maybe I have a whole setup till I get to the punchline. And maybe if after that whole setup, if that first punchline doesn't work, you don't grab the audience. And I have never seen somebody grab an audience faster in the first, before, the first word <laughs> that you, that you said it was a huge laugh and an applause. And nobody that I know in the history of comedy has gotten that kind of laugh from word Well, thank one. you. But I, I realized that the audience makes a judgment pretty quick on you when you come out. Yeah. Even though you can win them over later if they don't like you in the beginning. But I'll always ask a comic if I don't know their act, I'll say, you know, how, how do you open? What's your opener? You know? And because I love coming up with openings. Like I've been doing one lately. It's like I come out, applaud, and I go, well, this is what I look like. You know, <laughs> because that's what they're thinking. That's what he looks like. I look exactly like I look. This is exactly me. <laughs> yeah. Surprise. I know what you're saying. Then, but so I like, I like the opening. It's like, um, well, you are, you're great in the opening. You're great in the middle. And I need a middle. I don't have a middle. I need a middle. That's like two pieces of bread without a sandwich. Exactly. Without meat. Yeah. But you have a middle. I've done acts with you. We, we, the first show we actually worked together was out in Arizona, and we were doing an outdoor corporate gig, and there was gunfire there was in the middle gunfire. of our show. You and were on too long. they told us to just ignore it. What's it? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thanks Thank for being you for here. Thank you me. You used to um, have an afro and, and put the... Uh, the, the plastic the rubber uh, glove, on my glove head. over your head. Yes, uh, thank you yeah. for the PPE, <laughs> PPE shortage was me. I, but, <laughs> but at that time you were dating uh, my wife's friend. You were going, oh, oh yeah, uh, Ronnie. Yeah, yeah Ronnie. Yeah, who ended up winning an Academy Award, by for the way. For dating me. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> when women date me, they don't realize they could be up for an award. <laughs> they don't. And yeah. that's why that a lot of people aren't into awards. So you didn't yes, date me. Or into me. No, I didn't. <laughs> no. But the ones who did date me got an award. They did. And it wasn't always an Academy Award. Sometimes it was just a good sport award. A good sport. Yeah. Like you give to the kids who lost the soccer match. Basically a, a stick em. It's a stick on star on a piece of paper. Do you believe that that, do you like that? Uh, awards and trophies? Well, the, the fact that, you know, because your, your son is now 14 yeah. and my daughter here is now 36. And when we go to our soccer games and stuff, even when they don't win, we have to go to this, we eat pizza and they get an award even for playing shitty. Yeah. Do you believe that? Do you believe in that? The participation trophies? Um, Good sport trophies? Like you know, I used to uh, not know that's how it happened. And I go to my, <clears throat> I go to my, uh, I never went to my kids' games, but I go into his room. I see all the trophies. I said, boy, I bet you're really good, man, getting all those trophies. I gotta, someday I should come to a game and support you a little bit, you know? Right. Win five more trophies and maybe I'll start coming to the games, you know? But um, <clears throat> I think when they're really young, I, be I believe it's kind of helpful and encouraging. But when you get into your teens and you're, you know, in college and stuff and right. professional sports, you shouldn't get a trophy for showing up. I agree with you. I don't. Even as an adult? Like trophies. You like trophies? I want to be appreciated. How about just giving you the money the trophy would have cost? That's fine too. I just want to know that I'm appreciated oh, for everything I do. Every woman wants to be appreciated yeah. and they want to be a priority. Do you realize that, Howie? I don't, I've been married for 41 years. I realize that <laughs> so more you than you know. Yeah. Yes, you, you learn that they need to be, they need to be noticed. Mm -hmm. But here's what I did. Recently, I cleaned out my storage unit and my house. I'm just calling. And your throat. 
I just cleared out my throat too. <clears throat> I pay $8 a month for my throat to store that phlegm in there. Really? Because yeah. where are you going to put it? Well, I could put it in a Kleenex, but it goes bad. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so I got, I have some, I told Martin Short once, I said, you know what? I don't have any awards. I've, he goes, you never got an award? I said, I don't think so. But I did. As I was cleaning out, I've gotten all these like plaques in awards, you know, for different oh, things. That, no, I got that too. I don't have any awards. The plaques, plaques yeah. aren't awards. No, and I give, and I went, I said, I'm throwing these away. I, this doesn't mean, they gave me this to show me their appreciation that I, you know, went out of my way to help them. But it's really, it's more of an inconvenience because it's taking up space in my house and it's junk, it's clutter. So I'm throwing out stuff in the garbage and I have all kinds of plaques and trophies and like, you know, Oscars and things like that. I don't oh, and you just get rid of them? Yeah, I just get rid of them. Yeah, because who needs them? Look at this. This is one of, as you spoke, I'm showing an award uh, right here, a plaque that I received. This is real. It's got a toilet bowl on it. It's yeah. a picture. It's so from... this was presented to Howie Mandel, honorary Acticlean Patrol Captain <laughs> from the lovely people at American Standard, the toilet people. I got this because I was the spokesperson. Um, American Standard, you know who they are. The oh toilet. The yeah, toilet. that's the, the standard. That is the standard. For this country, at least. Yeah, but I'm from Canada, so I'm not, oh. I wasn't aware of how prominent the wow, standard that's was pretty it? impressive to give the American standard to a Canadian. Yeah, well, they're they're trying to like reach out and uh, kind of expand. also to give it to somebody who probably doesn't use a public toilet. Well, these aren't public toilets. Well, it can be a public toilet, but they they came up with a new uh, technology, which is a self cleaning toilet. Oh, really? Yeah. You could clean it by yourself. You don't have to invite people to clean it. <laughs> no, it, it, cleans, it cleans itself. Is it the, the same premise as a self-cleaning oven? No, it doesn't heat doesn't up to heat 800 up, no. degrees. <laughs> <laughs> the water starts boiling. <laughs> don't sit on that. It's yeah. not clean. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> but anyway, um, so they, I became the spokesperson for a year. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. And you've probably had jobs like, we've had weird jobs. We'll talk about this in just a second yeah. and we'll, we'll talk. But uh, they, I went to their uh, factory and then they had me do signings to show up. I had to show up at, at hardware stores that sold these toilets and I would sit on a toilet signing autographs. Oh, wow. I swear to you, this is not even That's a joke. Hilarious. Oh, look, there, look, look, look. There I am at the at the convention. Oh my! Look, gosh. the toilets beside me. There's a new activity. <laughs> How proud do I look? That's what my career came to. I was the toilet guy. Good for you. Yeah, but I got a plaque, and I was doing it without even knowing that I would be presented with the plaque. You look like Mr. Clean there. It looks like your yeah. face is on that box as Mr. Clean. What are you talking? Or about? Or Make a Wish Foundation. Yeah. something like that. <laughs> You're hiring an expert for your company. And what you really need is help. I, I want somebody to help me make a, like a short list of quality candidates. I want to see a few, but I want, I want to know already that these are worthy people. So you need a hiring partner who helps you make life easier. You need Indeed. If you choose Indeed, you're joining 3 million other companies worldwide who use Indeed to hire great people and help grow their teams faster. Like when you don't know somebody, how do you know if they're even worthy or you get along or who, you know, if they're qualified? This is such a great partnership. Partnership With Indeed Instant Match, over 80% of employers get quality candidates as soon as they sponsor their job post. Isn't that amazing? 80%, it works. Indeed is the job site that makes hiring as easy as one, two, three. You post, you screen, and interview all on Indeed. 
So you get your quality short list of candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description faster. Only pay for the candidates that meet must-have qualifications and schedule a complete video interview in your Indeed dashboard. Indeed makes connecting with and hiring the right talent fast and easy. With tools like Indeed Instant Match, giving you quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your job description immediately. According to Talent Nest, Indeed delivers four times more hires than all job sites combined. If you're hiring, you need Indeed. And uh, you want to get started right now? I know you do. With a free $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash Howie. Get a $75 credit at Indeed.com slash Howie. Indeed.com slash Howie. Offer valid through June 30th. Terms and conditions apply. Summer begins this month, and you know what that means. It's time to save on life insurance. (laughs) That's always what summer means. I don't know. I think that's what summer means. To some people, it means swimming and like lying out on the beach, but it also means that it's time to save on life insurance. That way, you'll have a bigger budget for summer things like pool floats and hard seltzers, or like I say, mommy juice. So between Father's Day, Flag Day, and National Yo-Yo Day, the month of June has a lot going on. Thankfully, Policy Genius makes it easy to cross life insurance off your list so you can get back to yo-yoing. If someone relies on your financial support, whether it's a child, an aging parent, or even a business partner, you need life insurance, obviously. So, Policy Genius. Policy Genius makes it easy to compare quotes from over a dozen top insurers all in one place. Why compare? Because you can save 50% or more on life insurance by comparing quotes with Policy Genius. You can save $1,300 or more per year. That's a lot of money on life insurance by using Policy Genius to compare policies. So first, head to www.policygenius.com slash Howie. And in minutes, you can work out how much life insurance coverage you need and compare personalized quotes to find your best price. When you're ready to apply, the Policy Genius team will handle the paperwork and scheduling for free. And we all love free stuff. So head to www.policygenius.com slash Howie to get started right now. Policy Genius, when it comes to insurance, it's nice to get it right. Thanks to Policy Genius for sponsoring this video. But I will also say that <clears throat> I did a, um, a, a commercial parody on SNL called the Love Toilet. The Love Toilet. What's that? It was two toilets that were <clears throat> built together, facing each other side by side, so that you could take a dump with your loved one oh at the same gosh, time and look I at each other's that. eyes. Oh as my you're, god! And it was very romantic, and they swiveled. You know, they shot around, and um, it was a very popular commercial. I love that. It was good. I love that. Good. Did you love your time on SNL? I did. I, I was on there as. I felt like I got really lucky being on that show because I didn't do sketches or characters or accents. I was just a stand-up, a really, really good stand-up. And, uh, <laughs> and um, yes, you were. So every year yes, I was on there that I didn't get fired, I thought, okay, I'll stay another year, you know? And, and I, I didn't see it as a stepping stone for my career. I saw it as like a career move. I'm just going to stay there as long as they'll have me. Yeah, but, and, but, but it seems like the hardest job in Hollywood. It, well, it's in New York, but I mean, it, it does seem like the hardest job because somebody once described comedy writing, 
Like you have to come up with a, something every week. Comedy writing is like when they, when they ask you to, your job is to shit. Yeah. But they don't feed you anything. <laughs> right. And you got to take a shit every day on an empty stomach. Yeah. You know, maybe nothing funny is happening in the news. Maybe nothing funny is coming to your mind, but you got a live show on Saturday. And that's yeah. why you guys are like on Tuesday nights, you're there till three or four in the morning. But can you imagine how much material you would come up with if you had to create a 90 minute show every Saturday for yourself or even like a half hour show of no, just new I, material? I, I couldn't do it. You would hire like 10 writers or whatever and sit around and talk and come up with tons of material. So know? it was easier than I'm saying. It was a breeze. It was a breeze. No, it wasn't the breeze. <laughs> no, it was for me. I, you know, I, I realized that it wasn't a, um, a sprint in the beginning. It was a marathon. So if a week went by when I didn't come up with something, I didn't beat myself up. But what about coming up with something and then sitting around? We hear these, these uh, stories about sitting around in that, in that room where you're pitching it yeah. uh, to Lorne. You're pitching it to Lorne and the host for that week. Right. I, I designed a strategy for that after about three or four years. Because you don't want to give your good idea out there because if nobody likes it, it'll let the wind out of your sails and you won't write it. And it could be a really good idea. Right. Or they'll poo-poo it, you know? So I would go in with the same pitch every day, every Monday to the host, the new host. And, and, and nobody realized that this No, they all knew it. They knew, oh, okay, Kevin's going to do his pitch now. You know, <laughs> just for the host. And it was a pretty good idea, but I never wrote it up. It was called the runaway uh, truck ramp. You know those runaway truck yeah. ramps they have in case the brakes fail? Going down to Malibu. I, I yeah, going one. down Cayman. They have like a gravel long road, gravel. So the truck, if your brakes fail, you go off into that lane and the gravel, the deep gravel will slow the truck down enough until it finally comes to a stop. Right. So that was my premise is I had a bar at the end of a runaway truck ramp so that <laughs> the truck driver would come in after this harrowing like stop and come into the bar and buy drinks and start drinking like crazy That's and, a I, great and i idea. tell the host that every week like this is i just thought of this idea it's the craziest idea cuz i didn't want to burn up any of my ideas i didn't want any of the other writers to you know to hear it. So, hear it or <clears throat> but then how, but you also pitched other ideas i pitched other ideas but not i didn't pitch my good idea did it become funny though after the umpteenth time of hearing yeah i would mix it up a little bit I was saying, then these two clowns come in, you know. <laughs> it's like a joke that has no punchline. I love it. You know, that. you just start adding stuff. But one particular um, pitch I remember the most was when Christopher Walken was hosting. And across the street at Radio City Music Hall, they had the Russian circus there. And they had, they had uh, dancing bears. And so everyone's pitching to Walken ideas. And he's sitting there kind of, you know, not excited about any idea, really. Just kind of nodding his head politely. And then um, I said, you know, the Russian Circus is uh, next to our Radio City Music Hall, and they have uh, bears, you know, they have dancing bears. And he goes, ah, I love bear suits. I love, we could do bear suits. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and for some reason, that was just a trigger for him. And he loved, you know, he loved the idea. It never got written up. It didn't know? get written no. up. No, we, had, we did the truck stop thing. <laughs> Two bears came in. I love that. I love sitting around. I, I have to, I have a, kind of a, a similar story where um, I did a daytime talk show. 
which for me I was on it. You were on it, which for me yeah. though, you being on it was a highlight. But it was a, <laughs> it was really tough for me. I'm sure. And um, we, I wanted to do more comedy. I didn't want. I wanted to talk to people like you, and I didn't want to do uh, uh, makeovers and cooking segments yeah, and yeah. everything that they force you to do in supposedly daytime television is about. And I wanted to do more comedy, and I wanted the writers to come up with things, and we would write. But the executive producer who was hired by the studio yeah. wanted us to do more of those other things. So he was against us doing more comedy. He goes, listen, if you want to do comedy, then I'll sit in and I'll monitor the comedy you're doing. And this is not a guy. It was a comedy guy. So I told the whole group of writers that so-and-so is going to sit in and we're going to to writing side. He's never even been in a writing room before. And we pitched shit that made no sense <laughs> and but we would laugh like somebody would go uh how about a bear and then the whole room would go ah, the bear we got to do a bear <laughs> yeah. and then somebody else from would go what if we give the bear a bell and we would all laugh <laughs> and you'd see the our executive producer would be taking notes and then he'd call me after the meeting and goes i don't really i'll be honest with you i don't get the bear with the bell routine <laughs> with nothing and that went on for like weeks cow bells i love cow bells that's a good walkin <laughs> I don't do impressions at all. But you did. But I have the essence of it, which you is really a good impressionist that you don't really do the spot on impression. Like that's why Dana Carvey is such a good impressionist, a mimic, because he'll take someone like Bush, George Bush, and he'll, you know, he'll do a, a caricature of the impression, like not gone that, not gone that. Right. And if you didn't know it, you wouldn't know what he was talking about, you know. Right. Not going to do it. Not going to do it. That's so how that's it more of a mimicker than an impressionist? He's a mimic. He's yeah. a mimic. He's a, yeah. Your Schwarzenegger was a mimic? Nah, that was more, I like I don't like I said, I don't do impressions. Although I did want to be an impressionist once when I was in high school because I, I would do Jimmy Stewart and John Wayne, all those guys back then, you know, because I loved Rich Little and those guys. I did too. You know? I'm Canadian, you know that. Yeah. I yeah. would love to watch impressionists on, on the talk shows come out. Frank Gorshin was a great impressionist. I love Frank Gorshin. I loved yeah. him in Batman too. He was like Jim Carrey. He had that rubbery face. He know? was an amazing, funny, yeah. and, and a lot of people, you don't know who he is, do you, Jackie? No. Or Jim Carrey. You know, no, Jim, I know Jim Carrey. You know, some people don't know who, like, some of these millennials, they don't know who Warren Beatty is. I've asked several people. Do you know, you know who Warren, Warren Beatty? Beatty? No. See that? Do you guys know Warren Beatty? Mackenzie? No. No, no I don't know. Don't. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> Nobody Somebody on my show popular. knows Warren Beatty, but that's that was a prerequisite to work with me. Oh, okay. To <laughs> you not know, know yeah. Warren Beatty. So that that's, yeah. <laughs> It's amazing how old we are. We, I had an impressionist. I'm not going to say his name because I don't want to hurt his feelings, but I come from Toronto. And, I know and who Yuck you're talking Yuck's about. The same. The Canadian impressionist, the big Canadian. No, 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 no. He didn't become big. <laughs> he was dead serious. He had a speech impediment. I'm not making fun of a speech impediment, right. but he didn't lean into that and he didn't play with it. And uh, he would do like Woody Allen. It'd be that crazy um everything was he had a what do you call it when they do the they didn't have the l's he didn't have any of oh, the, like barbara walters yeah like that but everything yeah. he did i can't do him but everything <laughs> he did sounded like elmer fun but which would have been funny uh, to be yeah. the impressionist yeah. but he didn't know that he didn't know it and everybody would just did you tell him everybody he'd finish something and they would just applaud what are you guys looking at what are you putting that up was here the love oh, toilet. the love toilet that oh the, the love, love toilet, toilet? Yeah. yeah let's play it okay go ahead Never want to be apart. You dine together. You play together. You sleep together. 
you even bathe together. So why not share the most intimate moment of them all with the love toilet? <laughs> Exquisitely designed, handcrafted of the finest porcelain, with flush assembly and float bowl imported from France, the nation of love. The love toilet. From Niagara, the toilet people. <laughs> Because when you're in love, even five minutes apart, you see like an eternity. The love toilet. Available at all Bambergers and other toilet stores. That's Al Franken, That's Al Franken that. talking? Yeah. Oh, he wow. Wrote that. Yeah. Wow. All those. You people. know, you were talking about Woody Allen before. I was listening to his latest uh, book on tape, you know, Audible book. And I couldn't believe how old he sounded. And it sounded like he had a stroke. And I was asking everybody, would he have a stroke? I haven't heard him in a long time. Has he been sick? I know he's been going through some legal issues and stuff. And then I go to my doctor and I played it for him. And he goes, he definitely seems like he's had some kind of neurological event. And I'm telling everybody, Woody had a stroke. And then I realize I'm playing the thing at two times slower the speed than it's supposed to be <laughs> on the audible setting. <laughs> so it turns out you've had a neurological yeah. event. Like, I had a stroke. But I'm still spreading it around that he had a stroke. Yeah, that's you know, It's, it's going to happen eventually yeah. anyway. And, and apparently he deserves it, right? Yeah, I guess he, so. he does deserve that. We, you know, we do on this show, we do like, I like, uh, I love your comedy because you're so dry. It's and really so funny. Re it's really funny. <laughs> That's what I like about it. And you, and you go for it. You're modest. Yeah, very modest. Humble. Uh, so uh, we were talking about, uh, if you'd be willing, you want to do, uh, I love prank calls. Yeah, me too. And you are the, the best. So we were looking for, you know, uh, if you have an idea, then I'm willing to take it. Before you even go any further, do you do stuff for yourself? All like when you're calling somebody, do you like do a prank call? Like you'll turn it into a prank call? Absolutely. Like if you're calling for a hotel reservation, they don't have one. I know you have people that do that, but... I will just go off on a tangent, you know, like, you don't, you don't have any rooms? Where, what about your room? Can I sleep in your room? And they'll stay on the phone, you know? And We've talked that. about this. This has been him. Like, now it's for a reason. Now, since we have the podcast, he plays him on here. But this is my whole life. He's been doing this oh, my I'm whole- Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. He's like the it's original a, prankster. It's always just for him. Howie, this is my favorite just for me one. I go to Palm Springs. I'm doing a corporate gig. I'm doing it. There's another, there's an improv group that's also hired for the entertainment. And then there's the, one of the three tenor, Irish tenor singers there. One of them. One of them. The guy who has <laughs> no leg, he has and wooden legs. And I had to leave. It's for, already a joke. I had to leave for a day and I fly back and Frank Sinatra's old driver picks me up at the airport. He's hired by the company. And he picks me up. He goes, Mr. Neal, I just want to tell you, I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge fan of, of you know, growing grown up with you, and uh, all right, I, you know, I, I listen to you all the time. And um, I, uh, are the other guys here? And I'm thinking, he's thinking about the improv group. And I say, right. yeah, yeah, they're all there. They're all there. He goes, and I just, love, I love, I love all the classics. You know, the classics. And I'm thinking, oh, this guy's old school. He likes SNL, the old sketches, you know. <laughs> and then he goes, uh, then he, he he takes a beat. He goes, are you now? Are you originally from Ireland? And I'm, now I realize he thinks I'm one of the three tenors, the Irish singers. He's a huge fan. Yeah, he's a huge fan. <laughs> he knows exactly what it looks like. And so I sit there. I say, no, no, I'm not. I'm, you know, my grandfather's from Ireland. He goes, oh, okay, okay, okay. And then about 10 seconds later, I'm in the back seat, right? I can see him in the mirror. And I go, 
Oh, Danny boy, <laughs> the pipes, the pipes. Or the big smile on his face. He couldn't <laughs> believe one of the Irish tenors was singing in his car. I did it for me. It was just for me. Oh, I love that. But I would have been like deafening and not stop. Uh, yeah. Like <laughs> you would have. Yes. That's, you the difference have. between you and yeah. me, you did the funny joke. I would just take it too far. Yeah. yeah. I would take the 20 minutes of going, Danny boy, 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 Danny boy. Does that sound right to you? Does that sound right to you? Why? Danny, why? I, I won't stop now, <laughs> but I would do that. Just annoying. I love annoying. I find annoying more than... Uh, annoying to the nth degree, though. Yes. Well, that's what... Kind of like Annie Kaufman kind of a show. I love that. See, to me, it's, it's funny. Yeah. And then it's not funny. And then, and then it's anger. And then it's funny again. Funnier than ever. Yes. You have to make it through that valley of hell. Of just, you have to be willing to lose a few people in the audience. Bye-bye. He sometimes, Andy would lose everybody. Oh, I know. Reading The Great Gatsby. We, you were probably there many I nights. I was there. Yeah. I was there too. I was there the night, the evening at the improv where he did the boil thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yes. wanted people to squeeze he, his boil. He had a boil on his neck. He offered anybody from the audience to come up and squeeze the boil on his neck. It's disgusting. I have his Tony Clifton noses here. Really? Bob Zumuda called me once, who was his partner, yeah. who played Tony Clifton sometimes, right? and asked me if I would referee one of his fights, the wrestling things with Andy Kaufman. At the comedy store? Yeah, but yeah. I had a gig somewhere. I, I used to watch it. those. I used to go Did to the you? wrestling things. You know what I like about summer? What? Because I'm from Canada, we used to go camping and light a fire and make s'mores. S'mores is summer for me. My favorite things when I went to camp was sitting around a campfire. That is my favorite thing in the world. So if I can recreate that feeling for my kids at home, I am all about it. Well, you can. You know that? So I wanted to bring the whole campfire vibe to my family. That is why I went with Solo Stove. Plus, it has like a whole smokeless design. I have to say my least favorite aspect of having like those campfires was getting the smoke all over you and in your face and then you smelled. Not with Solo Stove because it is smokeless, which is incredible. And my whole family gets to sit around the fire now and enjoy. I can't wait to use it all summer long. So little smoke, you'll wonder how there's so much fire. Easy to keep what? Not a good camper, even though I love camping. With Solo Stove, I lit the fire and like, boom, in, in a, I always have trouble lighting fires at a campground, but not with solar stove. It's and easy. it's easy to put together. It's easy to maneuver. Like everything about it is just easy. And, and there's no cleaning. You don't have to clean up, you know, those charred hunks of wood. No one needs a reason to gather around the fire. Solo Stove just took away any reason not to. And now you can get $10 off when you use promo code Howie at checkout. Just go to solostove.com. And remember, you get $10 off when you use promo code Howie. I walked into your house the other day and your dining room Mm -hmm. is to die for. it's, It's beautiful. It's so pretty. And? Isn't it so pretty? I love it. And tell the peoples where you got the furniture. She got a dining room table, very uh, contemporary, beautiful, stylish dining room table, and uh, six chairs, right, that I had never seen before. And I walked in and I went, oh, my God, this, this looks like a magazine. Where did you get it? Tell them. So I 
got my dining room set from Article, which I absolutely love. Like you said, it is contemporary, but there's so many other styles in there. There's one you should check out. Check out Article's newest outdoor looks, the Seaside Retreat. This hand-picked series features elegantly designed pieces made from natural materials and completed by pops of bold, blues, yellows, and greens. Evoke the feel of refined beachside heaven in your backyard. No body of water required. Wow. Article combines the curation of a boutique furniture store with the comfort and simplicity of shopping online. Article's team of designers focuses on beautifully crafted pieces, quality, materials, and durable construction. Inspired by a variety of modern design aesthetics like mid-century, Scandinavian, industrial, and bohemian. Those are just some of the styles. Fair prices. Also, you save up to 30% over traditional retail prices. Article is able to keep their prices low by cutting out the middleman and selling directly to you. It's fast, affordable shipping is available across the USA and Canada and is free on orders over $999. Article is offering our listeners $50 off for your first purchase of $100 or more. So go to article.com slash Howie and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash Howie to get $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. You know, I'm doing caricatures now. I draw, I paint caricatures. I saw those. Those you are did? amazing on your and Instagram. I, thanks. And I'm working on Andy Kaufman um, this week. Um, doing his Elvis, but I just have his face so far. And this is where I'm at with it right now. I hope you enjoy it. This is for your viewing pleasure. Wow, that's great. So we're doing caricatures on the podcast. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> Isn't that fun? That's amazing. Show it to the camera and then we can zoom in on it on YouTube. Okay. Uh, I think that one. That's not finished though. I that mean, it's, it's, um, it's in the works. Wow. But I've seen some of your other, I love the Howard Stern one. You, I love all of them, but the yeah, Howard, Howard Stern, Stern one was fun. amazing. Thank you. I like that one too. Yeah, I can. Um, I never hear I, back from these people. I never really? send it to them, but you know, I'm sure it gets. <laughs> I'm sure it gets to them eventually. Right. And, I do tracing. You do tracing, not sketching. <laughs> I do tracing. Like if you uh, may, if you have time afterwards, I'll get a big piece of paper. If you lie down on the paper, I will trace you. Oh, you actually trace it. Yeah. You'd be good on Homicide Squad. <laughs> That's where I got the inspiration. Oh, is that where? It oh, yes, from the dead. <laughs> from, the, from the dead. Anyway, so I was thinking we'd do a prank call. Okay, let's do it. Okay. So this is um, a gentleman who is a- Jackie, uh, you okay with this? Yeah. I'm used to it. This is her life. This is, yeah. This is what I do. <laughs> she sits in left. So this is a, a real estate agent in, he's a friend of somebody of somebody. Where, where, where part of the country are we calling? So he is in Cincinnati, Ohio, and he's friends with my dad. Okay. And he's got a Southern accent, but he's a very, Cincinnati, Ohio, this is like a real mid-America, we have an idea, a real mid-America kind of guy who just wants to serve his customers. He's a real estate agent. Okay. A residential real estate agent. Yeah. And we were thinking that, I, I've got some, I'll, I'll give you some of the information beforehand, that you're moving to the area from another area. Okay. Um, that you are, you and your entire family uh, practice uh, nudism you're nudists yeah and so you want an area you want a place with a lot of windows and you want them to show i mean these i'm not giving you the the joke but you want uh, him to show you around town and he'll drive do they provide paper for his upholstery like what's the upholstery in the car like because i'm going to sit in the car we're naked right, and yeah. the kids can leak or i don't want to sit on leathers or any paper or, right you're just going to be naked and drive around with this guy and maybe yeah. he could show you 
And who recommended me? The Yellow Pages? Yeah. Do you know where the Yellow Pages are? Yeah, I do. You know that from TikTok. What, no, they... no, 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 I do. TikTok, no one knows Yellow Pages on TikTok. Because I've been noticing online a lot of parents, they, a... they they say these things and to see if this generation knows what they are. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, like saw... I'm old, though. Do you know what they call me? What? A geriatric millennial. Anyone between the years born between 80 to 85 is a geriatric millennial. I call them millennials. Millennials. <laughs> Great. <laughs> <laughs> We want to be by the ballpark. Well, you're just thinking yeah. maybe, but you know, it's about you and the whole family yeah. are naked. You're comfortable together. You want to feel what it's like to be naked in the house and around. Maybe, if you don't like that idea, do you no, like, I like that? It. I like okay. it. Okay. I'm trying to find a voice. Stu Critter here. <laughs> yeah, I'm calling from Los Angeles. Oh. Is not available. <laughs> I love how all the prep a, work we he's do. A, he's a, yeah. he's a yeah. man of many, many. How yeah. can he not answer the phone? Isn't the, is is the in Ohio? Is the real estate market? Uh... Oh. I'm still not here. Is not available. I'm telling you, it's because you have a blocked number. People don't answer blocked numbers. You want to try it on your phone? Sure. Wow. This is really Let's see. the Wild West now. Yeah. <laughs> That's the number. Go ahead. So we're going to try one more time. But if this doesn't work, we could try another one. I've got a couple here. I've been trying to get you from an unlisted number. What's the problem? <laughs> you don't pick up with unlisted. Here we go. Here we go. Not available. Oh, okay, you got me. No, Fool me. I'm blocked too, and he's hanging up now. That only rang once. So does that mean he's hanging up? Yeah. I tried you several times, but you don't pick up the block calls. Huh? <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. This is going to be great. It's very exciting when it doesn't work, and people should see the minutiae of what goes in. They <laughs> just listen to their shit, and they think it's nothing, but they don't realize. We've gone through this as the third phone. And there's so much planning that happens before it doesn't work. Right. I'm worried about now. Yeah. I, I, I hope he's okay. Um, All right. This reminds me of the time I was... <laughs> oh, there. Oh, yeah. Volume. Not in speaker. Hello? Hello. I'm having a little trouble hearing you. Hang on a second. Let me get my phone right here. Hang on. Do you hear? Hang on. That didn't work. He answered. It, he an he for sure answered because the um, time was going off on it. So yeah, you see so that he did answer, answer and we couldn't hear him. Are you it's sure it wasn't you? Was, it's because he's not, I don't think he's talking. Hello? Hey there, I'm calling for Hello? 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 No, they're hanging up. Uh, he's going to go out of business. Yes, seriously. He just doesn't like, you know, he doesn't. Is it different in Ohio than it is in California as far as getting a good customer? <laughs> Definitely not. All he said was his name. 
Yeah, like why would you hang up? You want to call travel agent? You can call sure. uh, Where is she? Also Ohio. Ohio. Also in Ohio. Whose phone is this? <laughs> From Ohio. <laughs> a nice lady. Do you keep prank calling her? Have you prank called her already? I did. <laughs> but she doesn't know. She doesn't know it was a prank. I never tell them it's a prank. All right. I just, I, I tried to book an inappropriate trip. And then like three or four days later, you send them a, ask for a release? Because no. they don't remember how. No, because we're not identifying this person, but it's oh. a real travel agent. <laughs> it's a podcast. They don't. Hello. Hi there. Uh, my name is Stu Krenner, and uh, I'd like to book a, a flight coming to uh, Cincinnati. I, I'm, we don't do just flights. What do you do? Just regular travel, you know, anywhere all over the world, but we don't do just flights. Okay. Um, um, can we arrange? I'll tell you. I could arrange for a boat ride as well when I get there. What do, what do I need to do to get a, a flight? You I can mean, go on my you can go on my website and you can go under um, Expedia. Oh, That's I'm the worst. I am the worst at that. I'm the worst at that because I just, I, I book it and then it's always wrong. It's like in the morning and I thought it was at night and I always miss my flight. I'll tell you what, what do I need to do? Do I need to like tag on a trip around the world or something to get to Cincinnati? No. What, what, Where what, are you what, coming what, from? What, I'm coming from Los Angeles area. Oh, just just go um, on Legion or call Legion. They got nonstop flights from do Cincinnati. Do you book cruises at all? I do. That's okay. Why don't I take a, can I take a cruise to get there or? No, no. What, what is the no. best way to get there, travel-wise? You have buses. Do you bus Greyhound bus? No, or? just, just, just what I told you. Call Allegiant. Get a nonstop flight on Allegiant. Be your cheapest. How do you spell? Easiest. How do you spell Allegiant? A L L. Hang on a second. Now, hang on a second. Get this pen working. Okay, go ahead. A L L. Okay. A. Hang on. Let's. It's not too fast. I'm sorry. A. Okay. L-L-G-I-A-N-T. How many L's? Two L's, right? Two. Hang on. Yeah. All right, hey, hang look, on. Hang you on. Know what? Wait a minute. You know A-L-L. No, please, please. I got this. No. A-L-L-I. Okay. No, you wait a minute. What? Why even wait? What? Why? Why do we have to wait? I'm wondering, though, like... She's a travel agent. What does she do, I though? Know. I don't think Ohio is known for their service. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> what? We're calling back. Yeah. We're calling. Yeah. Hey, hello. Sorry. Like, it's your fault. Yeah. Like, I, like, right? She won't pick up. No, she's not going to pick no. up. <laughs> she, she's done. She was so impatient. L, L. I'll call back. I'll call back in a couple of minutes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't understand, though. I don't understand the service. Like, that was a legitimate question. She does travel. Why wouldn't a travel agent... <laughs> I book well, a flight. Why wouldn't a real estate agent answer the phone? Yeah. And why is she pushing allegiance? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Out of all the airlines. Yeah. You're from there. Is that the only airline you take home? Uh, I tend to take Frontier, but. <laughs> That's also obscure. Frontier. I, you know, I, it always amazes me how long people will stay on the phone typically sometimes. She didn't. But some people will stay on forever, no matter how 
ridiculous you get with them. <laughs> Here we go. Come on. She might have been in the middle of having sex. <laughs> you know, she's doing around the world. Yeah, she's doing around. You don't have to plan it. We can just look up a travel agent. <laughs> And call another one if you wanted to. No, yeah, well, I was calling people that were recommended to me. She was recommended? Yeah. That was a good Who'd, recommendation. Yeah. <laughs> recommended her. <laughs> uh, what else could we try to do here? Who else could we try to phone? How about a pizza place? Okay. And I'll just order tons of toppings. I want Let's pizza. do that. Okay. Got, I, I'll do that. You got chocolate ice cream. Do you know how to look that up, Dad? Yes. It's not. <laughs> pizza. Howie, how old are you now? I'll be 66 this year. I'm 65. Boy, you're pretty uh, presumptuous. He does not what know am how I to pre- look up. Presumptuous that I'm going to be 66? You're going to make 66. <laughs> Do I look like I'm about to die? No, you don't. You actually look great. Thank you. I look good. He on doesn't know how to find a pizza number. I do so. No, you don't. He <laughs> typed in pizza and it's like a whole bunch of websites <laughs> and he's scrolling. Recipes. He has no idea. Oh, you did call. I did. Okay. Boom. Favorite calling this is for pickup or delivery. Hey, there's a win. I'm sorry? Is a there? I don't know who you're asking for. Oh, I was asking for Yeah, I don't know who that is. Okay, what's the name of your pizza place? Pizza and pasta. Well, yeah, I was asking for the owner, but I guess he's not in. All right, I would like to order a pizza, please. Are you paying two, cash or card? Two pizzas. I'm going to be... Pick up or delivery? I'm going to pick it up with cash. I got a lot of cash. I'm trying to unload. Your Here's name. what I'd like to have. My name is Stu. Stu Krenner. That's with a K. Not a C. K. Krenner. I don't need the last name. What would you like to order? All right. And the first pizza. I want it loaded. So we're going to start with peppers. Onions. First of all, what Sausage. Size? Say what? What size? The biggest one you got. And the second one's the smallest one. And that's really going to be loaded. So, recapping. Pizza. Give me one second. I think she's dumping me. You think so? I don't think so. I think she's going to come back. I think she's coming back. You think somebody came up to the counter? Yeah. They're just busy in the store. No one has patience. What? No one has patience. Are you knocking our guest? No. <laughs> I mean the people on the phone. Oh. <laughs> Maybe I came out a little too strong. No. I don't know that their strength is an issue with this person. Hello, Can I talk to Who? Yeah. Can I, can I talk Who? Yeah. Right? How do you not know that? Who's Well, what's the name of your place? So I want to speak to... Is that a name of a person or is that like some kind of a pizza? (laughs) It's a type of dough. It's a dough we use for the pizza. I mean, we could easily call her back. Let's do that. She wants... You gave her your last name and she goes, no, no, that's not necessary. That's too much information. (laughs) Here we go. How can I help you? Peppers, onions, uh, sausage on the first one. And on the second one... A I'm sorry? S- I'm sorry, I got cut off from you. I, I got disconnected somehow. 
I'm caught Stu again. I'm not going to give you my last name. It's Stu. So on the second pizza. What would you like on the extra large? Uh, okay, on the extra large, again, peppers, onions, sausage, tomatoes, sauce, three cheeses, Swiss. We don't have three cheeses. We have mozzarella cheese. All right, three mozzarella cheeses. Are you sure you're calling the right place? Uh, yeah, this is right? Yeah, on Van Nuys. Yeah, oh, Van Nuys, yeah. That's what I'm calling. I'm right down the street. Is I honestly, I don't know who you're trying to talk to. There's no such thing as. Oh, okay. Because the restaurant doesn't mean that's the owner. Okay, because my buddy, uh, my buddy is. He opened up restaurants all over the place. He calls him. I don't but anyway. know if you're trying to be funny. Or... No, believe me, I'm hungry. I'm trying to be fed. So, we got. Let's recap. We got peppers. We got onions. We got tomatoes. We got mozzarella cheese. Three, three different mozzarella cheeses. Because it's got to be a three cheese. It's one. All right. Could you put it in three globs? Three different globs. I also like uh, yellow peppers. Do you have yellow peppers? Hello? Hello? Oh, I'm trying to order... Uh, I don't know if you have a new employee there or what, but I'm trying to order some pizzas. I like an extra large pizza. Okay, extra large. Extra uh-huh. large. Green pepper, onion, ma- sausage, and tomato. I want it loaded. I want sausage, tomatoes, peppers, onions. Um, what are those peppers that you call that are the hot ones? Uh, green pepper? No, jalapenos. Jalapenos. Jalapenos? Okay. Yeah, jalapenos. Okay. And uh, also, uh, can you put like any kind of raisins on there? Raisins uh, and pineapple? You got pineapple and barbecue sauce? Uh, okay. I just want this loaded. My wife loves loaded pizza. Okay. Okay. So, pizza, and, uh, who am I speaking with again? Okay. Uh, you say one extra large one with green pepper, onion, sauces, tomato, and jalapenos. Yeah, but not in that order. Not in that order. Okay. I, I start with... Uh, I want I want the California roll spicy tuna wings on the pizza. You got that? California spicy in the wing? Yeah, California roll spicy tuna. I got it there last week. And then wings on the pizza. Chicken wings. Chicken wing and the pizza? On the pizza, on the top and chocolate. You have chocolate? Uh, Just to make it sweet? Okay. No, 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 no. I don't have a... If. Hang on a second. He doesn't have chocolate. Oh, we can, we can do it with uh, You want to talk up? You got salty? You got uh, you got almonds? Talk, talk, yeah. talk up. Oh, he doesn't want almonds. I'm sorry. He doesn't no, want no, almonds. Almond. He doesn't want... Let me... Th- I don't uh, want almonds. Yeah, he doesn't want almonds. He's on a ventilator, so he can't have almonds. Okay, let's raisins. go with... Raisins! I want he, raisins! He a, can you put raisins on there? Raisins in the widows? In the uh, raisins on the extra large pizza next to the peppers only next to the green peppers I want the raisins he wants rice raisins raisins I'm sorry raisins no no companero do you do you have ham do you have ham you said you were across the street no we're down the street okay you could go ahead and come in order Okay. But I want to be able to pick it up because I can't leave him very long. He's on a ventilator. I want raisins! 
he, he wants raisins. Can I you want should raisins! I pick up if I brought raisins in, could you put them on the pizza? Dada! I want raisins! Hello. That's <laughs> 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 oh, so stupid. That's so stupid. <laughs> oh my god. They always I love I lo- but he went uh, we- he didn't really understand. He didn't? You no, know, he understood. He understood. He, he was nice. He was nice. She I think you just called back and said you're canceling the order, but you just want raisins. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Are you calling again? Always. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> hey, my dad called. You, you, want to, you speak to my son. You can tell me you can speak to yeah. my son. My dad. Hello? Hello? It's nice when a pizza place, an order, take out <laughs> place, take the, they, they, stop they, won't answer, calls. they won't answer calls. <laughs> it's like dinner time. We have found the one real estate agent that won't answer a call, the travel agent that won't book anything, and a pizza place that will talk to nobody. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Oh, here we're calling. How can I help you? Yeah, listen, I just tried to order pizza. My my father just you yeah, know. Yeah, you could go ahead and place the order. Well, I was just here. gonna say we that. Thank you. Yeah, I'll come. come I'll come down up. there. But he just wants raisins. Now let me put him on the phone with you. Hello, hello, my I son. I have other orders to make. Sorry, you come okay. in order here. Dad, tell her what you want real quick. Can I speak to the gentleman? Can I? She hung up. I think she's done. Let's go You're down done. there. Come on, let's get down. There. <laughs> Just stand at the counter yelling. You tell you yeah. keep ordering and I'll raisins. Be- <laughs> raisins. Raisins. You guys should find the place. And it's go right around here. Yeah, you guys should go find it and videotape yourselves outside. They're asking for raisins. I like to go through drive-throughs at a restaurant, like at McDonald's, any kind of fast food place, and just you know, just I'm like two ice creams, one of chocolate, one of vanilla cone. And make sure the chocolate is the chocolate and the vanilla is the vanilla. And I pull around and they hand it to me. I go, okay, which one's the chocolate? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it fun when yeah. this is, I do those things all the time. My wife goes, but who's the joke? They just think you're an idiot. My son loves it. He'll be sitting there in the back and I'll be, so we have a cup of cup of cup of cappuccino. Oh, we have a chiropractor to call? You're doing know, more? I don't know. I'll do some. I'll do some. You got a minute? Yeah. Okay. Um, What's your plan for the chiropractor? No, we don't plan. We don't plan it, man. It's all improv. But you should say that your your uh, uncle, I'll be hurt in the background, and you want to crack me. I'm trying to work on my uncle. Yeah. Oh. Thanks for calling. If you would like to speak to our wellness coordinator, please oh, yeah. press 9 wellness now coordinator. to ensure high-quality service. Oh, this is going to be high-quality. Here we go. I'm sorry. We're currently busy treating other customers. <laughs> if this is a medical emergency, please hang up. Let's call 911. <laughs> 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 Ow! <laughs> He's choking on a raisin. To reach you at. Then press pound or simply hang up. They seem to be busy. Do you still have your car wrapped? Yeah. 
Is it the same rap? No, different rap. You guys are leaving a message. Oh, I'm leaving a message. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Only 66. Yeah, it's uh, it's not the same rap. Different car? No, same car, new rap. (laughs) Different car, same rap. (laughs) (laughs) I love the rap. I just feel it like you open an envelope or you take the stamp off and you want to use it again. Uh, That's what happened. Did you you put a new rap on? I've had about two or three different raps. Wow, you like the raps. No, just the ones previously were really ugly. I saw the purple one. It was kind of like a cha- it changed colors, green and purple. He's colorblind, so he didn't know it was purple. I didn't oh, know. didn't know? No. It was horrible. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I got told that. I got told that. And my son, Alex, who's here, also went to the same places down the street, but they show you a little sample. You don't have a sense of what it's going to look know. like yeah. when you're like out in the sun. It's, a, it's like a paint chip. So he saw this this black. He wanted to like a murder out his, uh, yeah. his his Jeep. Yeah. But when they and he left it there and they wrapped it and it's it's black and less black flowers. He calls he it, it was he calls camo. it the tactical garden. He thought it was camo. <laughs> oh, he thought it was camo, but yeah. it's just Hilarious. black flowers. It's just all flowers all over. That's my son. And he's, it's the tactical flower, he the, says. The tactical flower. That's <laughs> what you're colorblind. You know, I worked with a guy, a producer once, who I don't know the name of the condition, but he can't remember faces. And I think Brad Pitt has the same. Oh, you know who issue. has that? The, the one who's in charge of uh, Ellen. That's uh, him. Yeah, yeah. Jeff. Yeah, Jeff. Yeah, I talked to him too. He's he's the sweetest guy. He's in charge of. Just doesn't remember who you are. No, but he's (laughs) got this thing which is like he sees a face. His his mind can't take in your. You have to tell him who you are, and that's how he can't remember visually. Yeah, at all. Must have been tough dating. Did I? I, I'm sorry. Did I date you before? (laughs) No, but I kept thinking, God forbid that a crime happens to him. He's got a witness. And he's got to look at a lineup. Yeah. (laughs) That's like just a waste of time, isn't it? I know. When you can't remember a face. It's like when you see Brad Pitt now, because apparently he has that same condition. You go up to him and you go, buddy, he'll think you're a friend. I love that. That's how you use it. You use that condition to your advantage. But he recognizes loved ones, right? Like he could recognize his family members. By voice. Smells. 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 (laughs) Not by that. Howie, is that you? He's not good with faces, but vaginas, he can, even if he doesn't see your face or hear your voice, he sees a vagina and he goes. He could pick a vagina out of a lineup. Leslie? (laughs) Leslie? <laughs> Leslie? Is that you? Caitlin? <laughs> uh, I was going to say something, but I want to keep my job. Are you doing the hiking show? I've done three seasons and we sold it to TBS. I saw that. And we wrote it and then they ultimately didn't want to shoot the pilot. Because they had... They, it wasn't didn't fit their scheduling or something. Isn't that it was weird? That's a great idea. It's such a brilliant know, idea. We worked with them for like a couple of weeks. They had great notes. And then they took it to the head guy. He goes, no, we don't do this kind of show. <laughs> Oh, well, I'd lo- I did it with you, he, uh, and you it's on YouTube, yeah. YouTube, uh, and he goes Kevin. on a hike with- hiking. I know this, but you did like a very mellow hike, right? You didn't do like the hike hikes that it's you It's not Bear Grylls. Okay. You know, it's not surviving. It was in between meals. There was no meal involved. We, in he it. showed up with a cup of coffee. Yeah. Him and Bobcat Goldthwait. No, but you go for like legit hikes with some people, he, not him, right? But he- I, Jack, I'll tell you, as I get older, the uh-huh. be, it's much more flat. Okay. You know. <laughs> He's talking about the comedy, no. not the not the trails. Yeah. Got it. Also, you know, I'm getting into painting and I'm doing caricatures and people can check out my work on at Kevin Neal and artwork. And I just signed uh, with a company to uh, do a book of my caricatures wow. and stories that go with it. So like I'll, I'll do a caricature of Johnny Carson and talk about my first time on Johnny Carson. 
I love that. You know, or Arnold Schwarzenegger talked about Hans and Franz, you know, just like 50 different pictures. I love that. Andy Kaufman, how I met him and how I used to watch him. And Was your first time on Carson a big, I, I don't know, for me, it was life-changing. Oh, That's yeah. why I, I collect that. Oh, yeah, you've got the... Uh... You're sitting, you were, you probably, the story that you're going to tell in your book about your first time on The Tonight Show, you were in front of these seats. And somebody was probably sitting in here. Um, there was you very... have the seats. I actually have Carson's stuff body at home. Oh, <laughs> my God. Yeah. It's behind a desk. All right. <laughs> I have a little, um, it looks like a, a figurine, but it's made out of Ed McMahon's snot. No. Yes. That's the best. I'll give you 500 right now for that. Really? Yeah. Is it green? What, what, do, we, what do we have? Right? Oh, here, this is all your stuff. Oh, oh those stuff. are amazing. Look at your Aniston, Jennifer Aniston. Oh, thank you very much. Oh, those are more than just caricatures. Chappelle. What kind of caricature. Yeah. How do you pick who you're going to do? Uh, I look for a good high def picture. <laughs> <laughs> but these are all people you've met and you yeah. admire. Yeah, right? I, I didn't meet the uh, the chess girl, Queen's Gambit, I or Sally that. Hawkins. I didn't meet her. But so these is are there just a people you would admire. Not my dad. That's what I was yeah. getting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> these are probably the best caricatures. Look at Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Walken, Chris Rock. Walken, there's Tilda Swinton. Um, How long does it take you to do one? Um. It depends. You know, it, t it takes, uh, lately it's been taking me a long time because I think I'm trying to do better. You How know? can you have the Joker? Oh my God. Kobe. Kobe, yeah. Uh, do you sell these? No, I haven't. You should. But this is. I think you should share this. Like what do you, how big are these in, in their existence? They're like, um, they're like, 12 by 16. Why is this one? That was, uh, th these were just sketches I did in airplanes. I started drawing people on airplanes. These are earlier sketches before I got into the really good uh, caricatures. And these are just, before I got into digital art, these are just sketches on paper. What's the difference? What, what do you mean digital art? Up, digital at the top. Is on the, is the, I, I was at LAX two years ago and I was following certain people on Instagram, artists. Yeah. And I like this one guy's art technique, caricatures. And he was giving lessons. So I said, you know, why don't I just kind of flush this out and see if I could get better. Oh, and Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> so I took lessons from him in England on Skype. And he taught me how to do digital art on a tablet, digital tablet with a stylist and a Photoshop kind of stuff. And um, so it's like painting, but it's not messy. You know, you just dip it in the, the ink or the, you pick the paintbrush you want. And can you shade? Look at the shading. How yeah, do you... the shading. Look at Dana. This is amazing. Oh, That's all digital, right? Yeah. All the last all ones. I think that even makes it more impressive. Well, I was told that the, the digital art world is really opening up now. And it's NFTs? Her very... husband is really... Have really? you tried to sell NFTs? Not you know yet, they... but my friend was telling me about that. I bet you could sell that art for a lot of money. Or one, maybe one piece. Well, you should But I am try. taking an oil painting class because uh, I do feel like I'm missing... I should have some oil paints too. But don't you think that oil paints will ruin the tablet? <laughs> I gotta take a break. We'll be back after these words. All right. You've been great, Kev. You've Thanks been for amazing. Me, man. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Kevin Nealon, ladies and gentlemen, he is a true artist <laughs> digitally and everywhere.